everyone, and welcome back to the 520 Podcast. It's me, Michaela. I'm going to be your host today, and today I will be sitting down with the lovely Kiara. We're going to be talking about worship and just getting to talk about her some more and her story. We're just really excited for today's episode. We hope you guys enjoy. Thank you. good to have you here hey yeah it's good to be here i'm excited and nervous (laughs) (laughs) why are you nervous i just always get nervous it's funny i can sing on stage and be totally fine and as soon as i get ready to talk to somebody i'm like (laughs) (laughs) that's how i am though too like i'm like suddenly i don't know english well you're not shy (laughs) i will say that you're not a very at least you're good at faking it thanks (laughs) because like when i met you you're just you talk and you're so friendly. And oh. for me, I'm, like, super shy. So then when I'm, like, singing and stuff, people are like, what? <laughs> but <laughs> that voice. You have a beautiful voice, by the You way. have a beautiful voice. That's what we were going to say. <laughs> so um, how about you tell us some more about yourself to our listeners? Okay. Um, well, so I don't really come from a – like, I come from a non-Christian background. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't raised in the church. I started going to, like, a youth group and when I was, you know, in middle school – um, just to hang out with my friends, and they and we've talked a little bit about this before, mm-hmm. but not in a podcast setting. So, um, yeah, I started going to hang out with friends. I ended up hearing about a youth camp. I was like, "Yeah, youth camp, let's go!" And I got saved there. And the night that I got saved, I'll never forget. I also just felt like this tugging in my heart, and I couldn't explain it because I knew nothing about the church or God or how it all worked, you mm-hmm. know, in that atmosphere. But I just felt like. I was called to ministry, and I didn't even know what that meant at the time. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, obviously, I'd always loved singing ever since I was a little kid. Yeah. So, like, that just kind of had always come natural to me. Not that I think I'm spectacular, but just, I just like singing. That's just it. You're pretty spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so after that call, I kind of thought about it for a while, and... Um, I actually joined the worship team kind of accidentally, <laughs> in a way where I just, I... There was a song that I really liked, and I was, like, talking to the youth worship pastor, like, Mm -hmm. hey, I wonder if y'all could ever do this song. And so I showed him, and as I was showing him, I'm just kind of humming along because I just always sing along to songs. And after it was done, he was like, so when are you going to join the worship team? And I was like, never, (laughs) no, because I had really bad anxiety, like, performing in front of people, like, not about it. But uh, I, I don't know, I just, like... The thought never left my head after he said that. I waited probably, like, another month and a half-ish before I was like, hey, so, like, maybe I should, I don't know, like, I'll try it out, you know, Uh, being on the worship team. So he let me join, and it was just kind of from there. I just fell in love with it. I loved worshiping the Lord. I loved using, like, what what I felt like was a gift, you know, Mm -hmm. that he gave me just to worship him more, you know, and to lead people in and just to say, like, I can do this, but so can you. Like, if I can do this, you can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. That's always the attitude that I've had. Like, that, um, yes, there's, like, a special gift. Uh, like, I've just always had a, a joy in singing, you know, but I'm not the only one who can. And just, like, encouraging people, like, hey, you can do this too. And yeah. that's that's really what I love about worship is, like, getting to worship the Lord and guiding new people into, mm-hmm. like, falling in love with that too and, like, pursuing a call on their life or just growing in their uh, abilities and growing in confidence yeah yeah 
And so you're you're a full-time worship pastor at yeah. Zake Church. I am worshiping creative. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a lot, but it's fun. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's just like you get to, you know, you have that call on your life. And so you, ever since I was probably 14 is, I think, when I've really felt like I want to be a worship pastor. So, I mean, mm-hmm. now I'm here. I'm like, it's my dream job. You know, it's what I That's wanted awesome. to do. So, yeah, it's awesome. It's a blessing. Well, it's cool that you're able to have the opportunity to, I don't know, like where worship is your job, I guess. And like like you said, where it's your job to encourage others and your job to help lead the body in that. So I guess I have a question for you. I know that Alan and Lauren, they discussed women in ministry. And with you being a woman in ministry, um, was there anything that you would like to add on that subject with, you know, leading and all that? You know, women in ministry, I think I come, again, from kind of like an interesting perspective as someone who didn't grow up in the church. So I didn't really know that there was ever, you know, kind of like sometimes a stigma, yeah, yeah, for like women pastors, quote unquote, to even just have that title, like um, even for myself. So I'm not really sure because I think I'm still honestly learning about it myself since I didn't grow up in that atmosphere where like it was strange for women to be in that kind of position Mm -hmm. I think now I'm just kind of like yeah I'm a worship pastor and I'm here you know (laughs) and that's kind of like all that I know you know um and you know I, I also think it's um not unique. I don't know how I'm trying to word it, but I just feel like in in music and worship ministry in general, um, there tends to be like a lot of women there. Yeah. <laughs> um, not just women. Obviously, there's a lot of men too, but still, it's kind of like a more. I don't know if I want to say even, but it, you can see either or. Like you go mm-hmm. to different churches and you'll say see a woman pastor, you'll see a male pastor, and that I feel like in that area it's not so. Um, more stigmatized yeah yeah it's more accepted yeah that's mm-hmm. that's a that's a better way to put it so yeah I think for me in my position it's just kind of I haven't gone I haven't experienced any like um questioning of whether or not I should be in this position if that makes sense so which I'm thankful for you know because I know that there are women who are questioned yeah. a lot which is you know heartbreaking to think that um God's anointing only falls on on one one gender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, that's not true. But you know, to you know, all we can do is 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 pray um, for guidance and for like an an opening of one's eyes, you know, and and hope that you know, like realize that we're all pursuing the same thing, the glory of the kingdom of God, you know, like yeah, the coming kingdom to be uh, for us to be reunited with Christ and for the kingdom to come and be reestablished on earth, you know. Um, so. Uh, my hope, I guess, for like women in ministry and people who might question it is just that we all realize we're we're on the same team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, we're fighting for the same thing. You know. Yeah. And I like wanted to go back to you. You talked about like how you like to encourage people on your worship team, and I just wanted to ask you, like, you know, what is that? Like, what does it look like being in that role? Like, what do you do um, for your team or for your church and? What does that role of worship leader mean and look like for you? Yeah, uh, no, that's a good question. Um, well, obviously, like, number one thing, I pray. I pray over, mm-hmm. like, what what the Lord wants me to do. Like, I, you know, pray for guidance. I pray for 
um, just a fresh vision if that's where we you know if we're going in a new direction just just to have a sensitivity to the spirit and how the spirit moves right yeah and every engagement that I have whether it's on stage as a pastor guiding the congregation or with my team um, as like all of us together in a group or individually when I meet I meet with my team members as well throughout the week I'll pick a few of them to try to meet with and you know just get to talk one-on-one see mm-hmm. how they're doing and just be led by the spirit like I always pray for them before we go in and I'm like Lord if you have anything you want to say through me like let's say let's just let just let this conversation be guided by you like that's all I yeah. want and um when it comes to encouraging my team a couple of the th- of the things that I think I reiterate pretty consistently with all of us is this idea that of course we want to operate um, in a spirit of excellence, right? We want to mm-hmm. give God our best. We want to be, you know, rehearsing and practicing and coming prepared um, for our worship sets and our rehearsals um, because, you know, we, we just want to be dedicating time to the Lord, right? Like we're mm-hmm. giving Him our best fruit. We're putting our best foot forward. That being said, we are not simply pursuing a perfect set in the sense where everything is technically correct yeah. and, you know, beautiful, sounds great, my voice doesn't crack, that kind of stuff, yeah. or, like, we don't play any wrong notes, right? Um, instead, in, in operating in that uh, spirit of excellence, we do that because we want to give God our best and, and not for our own praise or benefit, but for His right? Because we're, we're worshiping the Father, and he, he delights in that. And so what I encourage our team with is, like, every week, regardless of if we have a mistake or not, is just to not linger on that too much and instead focus on the heart behind it mm-hmm. and realize that, like, our mistakes and where we might mess up here or there does not um, negate or, like, completely null and void our worship. You know, it is still a pleasing sound. God still finds our worship pleasing when it is from a true heart that mm-hmm. wants to seek after Him, regardless of mistakes, you know? Yeah. And so that's something I really try to reiterate and reinforce in my team. Like, yes, we're striving for excellence. We want to give Him our best, but it's not because we want to be perfect. It's because we want to honor Him, mm-hmm. you know? Um, with our hearts and with everything in us and and in doing that invite the congregation to do the same with us you know and we're all like one body doing it to the lord for the lord Um, an audience of one if you will yeah yeah i love that you say that because i feel like that can be kind of challenging to navigate sometimes when and we talked about um talents in our first podcast that we did and sometimes it can just be really challenging like giving making sure that your talents and your worship is for God and not getting caught up in the fine details of it, but still wanting to hone in and perfect those things, like get those things better, um, but not being so caught up on like, oh, it's got to be perfect or it's not good enough. And that can be really challenging sometimes. (laughs) It it definitely can be. And I think I'm, I'm very thankful that for me, I, sorry, (laughs) for me, I had to learn it well, I, well, not I had to, but I learned it when I was a young teen where, mm-hmm. you know, you're dealing with, you know, you're, you're still trying to figure out who you are. Yes, you have Christ, but it's all new to you, right? At least it was for me. And so you are still dealing with these feelings of peer pressure, wanting to be accepted by your peers and then performing in front of them every week or not performing, but worshiping. And in your head, it's still kind of a performance, right? You still feel like they're quote unquote judging you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in, in, doing worship in a youth setting and being a youth myself, I was really able to kind of get 
just conquer that fear that I had yeah. of, of messing up because I messed up a lot. The truth is I messed up a lot. And in messing up, that taught me that it's okay to mess up. Yeah. And that nobody remembers it but you. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> I'm the only one that remembers, like, the time my voice cracked like a dying cat in a vacuum. <laughs> you know, and but... they'll come up to you and say, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like, yeah, great job. And next week, they don't, they don't yeah. remember. They don't care. Even by the next song, they don't. You know, it just that it doesn't matter. That's not what's important. Yeah. So I'm thankful that I was able to learn that at a young age. And so especially now with having youth on my team as well, because I'm a big believer, you know, since I myself felt called as a youth, like I definitely believe that God's calling can come to you at any time. Mm-hmm. And like age bears no difference on when on what the Holy Spirit can do through you and in you. Um, and so with my youth on my team, I'm definitely like, I want to reiterate that to them, especially because mm-hmm. I'm like, I've been there, you know, I don't want to like, I didn't want to mess up and I get wanting to, you know, sound perfect or, or sound pleasing or whatever, but just to realize like, it's just so much bigger than that and that it really doesn't matter, you know? And I love, I love that you say that, you know, you're really honing in on your youth and like earlier you talked about how you like to do one-on-one meetings with your team members and really see where they're at with life and encourage them. And I just, I just love that because people who've listened to the podcast, you know where I'm going, but we just talk so much about discipleship and to know that like in your role, you don't just pick out a set list. You don't just pray and you don't just worry about, you know, having a good set list for the church, but you actually care about building disciples even on your team and ministering in that way as well. And it's not just about what you're doing on a Sunday during your worship time, but also what you're doing all the time. And I just love how you're ministering and what you're doing. I just think it's great. And yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I mean, I am a big believer that like, Obviously, I don't want this ministry or my worship or wherever I'm at in life to rise and fall on me, you know, mm-hmm. on me showing up and, 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 and doing it all. You know, I am a big believer in just shoulder ministry, which is, just means like I want the people that I have on my team, I want to lift them up on my shoulders. Yeah. I want them to go even further beyond what I could ever do, you know. And so for me, that means like training them up and really getting them confident even now. Um, so that way, like, eventually when I do pass on, pass it on, pass whatever, you know, I move to the next step, like, it continues on without me, like, mm-hmm. because we're pursuing the kingdom, right? Um, and with that kingdom mindset, we want to continue to grow the kingdom. And I want to continue to grow and equip and empower leaders mm-hmm. who are confident in what they do, who know why we're doing it, the heart behind it, and who are able to operate, you know, in the spirit and also just um, operate and get through like when mishaps happen because they're just inevitable or human yeah. you know we make mistakes and um so I just I really care about them I want their stories to go on past me you know and for new generations to just continue picking up the mantle and and, and stepping into those roles of just worshiping God with in spirit and in truth and and you know just that the kingdom of the Lord would be known here mm-hmm. uh, and what you say about building the kingdom makes me think of this quote that Alan said. Um, he It's not his quote, but I don't know where he got it from. But he talked about how discipleship is putting a crown above someone's head and watching them grow into mm-hmm. it. And I just love that. And I love the imagery of a crown because, as you said, we are building a kingdom here. And I, I, I don't know. I'm just so encouraged to have you on this podcast today. It's been really great. Is there anything else you'd like to say? 
I am honestly, like I said at the beginning, really honored to be here and with you, Michaela, another amazing worship leader who is in worship ministry as well. You. you might not have like the official like title or pay or whatever, but you are still like a worship leader and an amazing one. And I love serving under you and learning from you and what you do because the way that you lead and guide the team is also incredible and and it has that same kingdom mindset. You know, like we're on the same, you know, yeah. it's just, it's awesome to see, you know, as just someone who's in it too. Like, I, I think obviously we have a lot in common, but I just love seeing uh, the way you lead and it's um, special and encouraging to me to see thank you, you and you. to be a part of the Chi Alpha team. I mean, I love it. I love being here. I love Tuesdays, having you yeah. on the Chi Alpha team. It's been <laughs> such a blessing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, it's been really a pleasure having you today. I really hope the listeners enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed hearing us talk about worship and Kiara and what she's up to. And and yeah, we really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. You can always catch us here on Apple Podcasts and on SoundCloud. And then you can always reach out to us on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, as we said before in the last couple of episodes, we always want to hear feedback from you guys, any topics that you guys want to discuss and hear. Just reach out to us, really. And we really just hope you guys enjoyed today okay bye bye